the Elite Life Podcast. With your hosts, Trisha and Kylie. Here, we guide you on a journey of personal and professional transformation. Revealing the secrets to success. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, join us as we unlock the doors to the elite world of growth, grit, and grace. So, let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Elite Life Podcast. I'm Kylie, and I'm here with Trisha. And we are bringing you the energy this morning because we all need it. And today's episode is all about setting goals. More importantly, avoiding the common mistakes that we all make when it comes to goal setting. And today's episode is properly titled, How Not to Suck in 2024. Yeah, because who wants to suck in the new year? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't suck. No, no. And, uh, you know, as we dive into the new year, everyone's thinking about their goals, their resolutions, how to make 2024 their best year yet. Best year ever. New, Slay. New, new year, oh, new me. <laughs> but let's be honest, right? Goal setting is not always a walk in the park. It can be challenging. And sometimes we just set ourselves up for failure without even realizing. Absolutely. It. So today we're going to dive into seven goal setting mistakes that um, you know, that we all make, except for Trisha, of course, because she's the queen of she's been doing this a while. So she's kind of perfected the sauce there. Um, and we're going to talk about how to flip the script to ensure that you are successful in 2024 and how that will continue to roll all along as the calendar changes. Yeah, yeah. Let's jump right into it. So the first common mistake is setting unrealistic goals. We all love to be ambitious yes. and we love ambitious goals, especially yes. in real estate. But it is crucial to ensure that they are realistically achievable. So think about it like building blocks. You need a solid foundation to start on. That is, this is probably something that I do a lot because I am 100% that person who on like Friday night, I'm like, okay, everybody, I got a hair in my rear end and we are going to overhaul our entire house, our lives, our spiritual warfare all in the next 24 to 48 hours and go. And it doesn't work. And it doesn't work because there's all the regular things that I'm responsible for. And now I'm also trying to clean out the basement, clean out the front room and redo the girls room and rearrange the living room. And that is just unrealistic as hell. So don't do that. Yeah. So instead Instead of, you know, aiming for the sun, the moon, and the stars, take a moment to reflect on your achievements in 2023. Yeah. I mean, take a look back at what worked well, what didn't go so good, and do more of the things that worked well. For example, for me this year in my business, um, going through the database and just calling people who already know, like, and trust Elite Realty has led to a ton of referrals, which has me set up to close my first deal two weeks into the new year. I love that for so you, you. You want to build on things that work. Like, for example, the other thing in my personal life that we were doing last year with 75 Hard was working out at like six in the morning. And I think that... Um, Working out later in the day works better for me. Like, it's so much easier and less stressful, and I can actually enjoy it. And if I want to be there for 45 minutes, I'm there for 40. And if I want to be there for an hour and a half, I'm there for an hour and a half. Boom. 
Yeah, but you're not saying, oh, I worked out for 45 minutes, that worked, now I'm going to work out for seven hours, right? Just like in real estate, if you closed an average of five deals every quarter, then now we're going to, we're going to aim for seven or 10, you know, be realistic about progress and gross. If you closed and you made 100,000 last year, maybe shoot for 120, 130 this year. Don't go, I made 100,000 last year, I'm going to make 500,000 this year. Like, that would be great, but it's probably very unrealistic. So I've already set myself up with a goal that is far beyond what I actually achieved last year financially. And um, it might seem like a lot, but um, it's coming from all the different buckets, right? So I feel like if you if you have a financial goal, you can pour into that financial goal from different buckets if you need to to reach it. But we're not saying don't set high goals, don't set a high bar, just It has to be realistic because if you can't see yourself achieving it in your mind, you're going to quit. Yes. So if everybody's saying, I'm going to make $250,000 next year, and you just say it to go along with what everybody else says, but in your mind, you're like, there's no possible way I'm making more than 80, (laughs) then you're not going, you're going to quit. Right. And that that is why you have to, you have to pay attention to, is it realistic for you and your life and what you're willing to do, right? So That's what it comes down to to right so side quick quick trail we've talked extensively about sacrifice right and as we're goal setting we're talking about um the things whatever you're doing whatever it is you're sacrificing something if i'm home with my kids and it's fine to be home enjoying growing them nurturing them i'm sacrificing time at work which is where my money comes from if i'm working i'm sacrificing time with my kids but you're going to sacrifice something and so you have to realistically decide what are you willing to sacrifice to get where you want to go and if you have that vision in your mind of making two hundred fifty thousand dollars but you're not willing to sacrifice your nights your weekends and your evenings to do the things that it's going to take to get there then most likely again like trisha said you're not you're not going to achieve that goal so yep absolutely and that just brings us to mistake number two which is not focusing on the right thing squirrels Squirrel. It's very easy to get caught up in the details and lose sight of the big picture. And we often clutter our goals with unnecessary sub goals that don't lead to any sort of meaningful outcome. Yeah, exactly. So to flip the script on this one, take a moment to visualize your success. Like close your eyes. Imagine where you want to be at the end of the year. Like we were just talking um, before we got started about doing the 75 hard. And like I'm not envisioning like a skinnier, stronger Kylie, what I say to you, I'm envisioning a clean person. Like I'm so looking forward to the cleansing of it and the, um, you know, the time management that I get out of it. So envision yourself of where you want to be at the end of the year. What does success look like to you? And use that vision to guide your goals and your sub goals. So it might sound like a bit woo-woo, right? Um, but, you know, trust it. It works. Like, truly sit down and and do this. Yeah, and mistake number three is setting too many goals. I see a lot of people do this. Again, like, that's me. Yeah. I got my know, hand raised for you guys who aren't watching YouTube. Yeah, if you have a laundry list of goals, it's going to scatter your focus all over. You're going to create competing priorities. Now, I sometimes create competing priorities. Like, I'll say I'm going to run a marathon, and I'm also going to CrossFit. Those are two entirely different things, and you, you're you going to, like, end up – what I end up doing is hurting myself at CrossFit, and then I can't run for my 
marathon training. So, you know, you, you have to streamline your goals by identifying commonalities and consolidating them into one to three big goals. Like you're saying, you want your life to feel clean and organized and on, you know, on a structure. 75 hard does that for you, right? Absolutely. And then the sub goals that go along with 75 hard fit into giving you that structure and giving you that clean life, eating clean, being sober, drinking water, working out, all the things that you need to be doing to live that life. Absolutely. And so um, I remember when we sat down, we were doing our calendaring session and I had a list of like five to six goals and you looked at me and you were like, this is a lot because I know I know you and I love you and I know you so well and this is going to be a lot for you but you believe in me so if you you can have a, a good multitude of goals but you have to be a disciplined militant person like you were just saying like I don't have time to go get my nails trimmed because that's just my life and I'm like well that's your damn fault for stacking your calendar but if you don't do those things your goals will not be met, right? Yeah, it all has to go on the calendar. So one thing I noticed when we were doing our our goal setting session and you had all of these goals and then I would make you put them on the calendar, you're like, this is a lot of stuff on my calendar. If you're not willing to take the goals you write down and put them on the calendar for the entire year and make space to do that, then you need to delete that goal immediately. So if you say to me, I'm going to, I'm I'm going to make $2 million of business from my social media. I'm like, great. So let's get your calendar out and we're going to put down, and we did this, did. every single month, here's my day to create content. Here's my day to post, uh, to load my poster with the content. And then every single day, here's my manual posts that I'm going to do for content. Here's my once a quarter that I'm going to sit and make videos with the people from my office. Here's the alarm on my phone that's going to go off every day to remind me to show share the post from my business page to my personal page and add it to my stories. So yeah. yeah, we are going hella hard on Trisha mode this year. That's what Ryan calls it, by the way, when I get into this situation <laughs> mentally. Um, all right. So that brings us to talking about goals versus sub goals, because this was something that, you know, we picked, we just mentioned how do we distinguish between goals and sub goals? Are, is our goal the big end of year thing? And then our sub goals are all the monthly things that are going to get us where we want to go? Yeah. Yeah. So like one year I had a goal um, to run. I wanted to get 52 medals in 52 That was weeks. such a great year for you. You totally crushed it. It was. And so each month I had to have sub goals of, okay, if I'm doing 52 and 52, um, I need to each month go through and, and plan, you know, four races. So, all right, I had it on my Google calendar, you you know, the first of the month, I'm going to go on and plan the next month's races. Because you had to find like? those, right? Right. And then you had to train for them. Yes. Yeah. So, so you had to create all of that space in your calendar. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So oh, I had my big goal of hitting 52 races. And then my sub goal was, you know, for a month. And then what goes along with that is, you know, four week, four runs a week. So four training runs and then two CrossFit sessions or weight training sessions. And then you got to make sure you have the yoga in there. So it was like big goal and then your sub goals that align with that big goal. So if my big goal is to run, I shouldn't be CrossFitting six times a 
week and only running once, right? right? I should be running more and then adding in one or two weight training sessions and a stretching session. Yeah. So that segues into mistake number four, which is not having a plan. And Trisha has been on her soapbox preaching this since we started Elite Life Podcast. Um, and one of my favorite things that I've started saying that I got from you is you're buying a house, not a hamburger. And so like when I'm, um, you know, talking to people and they're like, oh, I'm planning on buying, you know, at the end of the summer. Or, oh, I'm planning on buying not this year, but next year because my credit's wrecked. I always tell them, OK, well, let's start planning right now. Even if you think that you are 12 to 24 months out from wanting to make that move, it is so important for you to start planning now because the last thing you want to do, for example, when buying a house is call your real estate agent and say, hey, I just saw 123 Main Street uh, for sale on Zillow and I really love it. Let's go look at it. Oh, well, now you're just starting your financial planning and you realize that you can only get pre-approved for X and the house costs Y and you need to do this number of months of credit repair. It's just, it's never too early to start planning. And so that is mistake number four. Put a damn plan together, please. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't embark on a journey without a map, right? You're not going to say, I'm going to go, hey, Kylie, uh, take a trip to Chicago. Are you, are you going to pack for that trip now or are you going to pack when you get to Chicago? I'm usually going to pack 29 minutes before I need to leave the house. <laughs> but you're going to go with a plan. You're not going to show up and be like, oh, now I got to go to Target and buy a toothbrush. Now I got to go no, here and buy No, I'm going to have a list of all the things that I'm going to haphazardly throw into my bag at the last minute. And then I'm going to have the address. I have to book a hotel. We have to figure out where we're eating and what we're doing while we're there. Yep, you got to so have The last thing you want to do is show up to Chicago with no plans of what to do. <laughs> yes. Don't do it. So take your big goal and work backwards. That's what I was just talking about with like my races, right? I took my big goal and I work backwards to create actionable sub goals. And if you need help creating a plan, like please e email us. We love to help our listeners. We so appreciate that you guys choose us. We know you have tons and tons of different podcasts you can listen to and things you could tune into. We want to help you directly. So email info at mystarsacademy.com. Um, sometimes you just need an impartial third party to bounce ideas off of, get yeah. a little bit of coaching, and see how you can maximize your time and efforts. Getting that outside perspective can be super helpful. That's right. We just did this, like I said, right before Christmas break. We had workshops. We had strategizing sessions. I mean, not just like one-on-one, -on -one, but we had our groups come, our group of agents come together and we were all discussing how we're going to achieve our goals. So working together helps for sure. Yeah. And if, you know, like, let's say your goal is a, a 1 million in revenue, look at how you're going to achieve three Look at how you achieved 300,000. <laughs> Her train crashed. <laughs> I had no energy drinks this morning or food. I am running on empty. It is showing. Um, so uh, look gonna at get you a sandwich after this. Yeah. Okay, so let's start over again. So the idea is if your goal is to say close $1 million in revenue, look at how you achieved 300,000 in 2023, break it down into lead generation, referrals, and marketing activities, and then use these insights to create your sub goals and your roadmap to success. So if you were getting your lead gen from Facebook and your church and your kid's soccer team. Hit those hard, man. Double down, right? Absolutely. Double down, triple down, and, and know where you're going to be working at and what worked and what didn't work. So if something didn't work, like you were paying for Zillow leads and you didn't convert any of them, stop paying for Zillow leads. Stop doing that. Put that money somewhere else. And so that brings us to number five, which is having goals that aren't actionable. 
Yeah. So your goals should be clearly defined with actionable steps. I get this all the time. Like, you know, if you aspire to say, be the best agent in your area, break that down. Like, what does it mean? Number one, to be the best. Is it a specific number of leads? Is it a revenue? Is it deals closed? Is it your face on this many signs in the neighborhood? And then how are you going to get to that? Okay. Like I want to be number one agent in Clarkston, Michigan. Okay. Am I showing up at events in Clarkston? Am I spending time at the fairs in Depot Park? Am I becoming a member of the gym, a member of these clubs? Am I showing up in this area? I can't say I want to be the best agent in Clarkston and then spend all my days and times in Novi. Right. It's probably not going to, it's not going to convert because you're going to do business where you're at. Absolutely. And like, for example, on the personal side, if you have a general goal of like, I'm going to be a better, whatever, a better mom, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Does that mean you're having, you know, or a better wife? Are you are you budgeting in those one-on-one times with your kids? Are you budgeting in date night? Are you planning family trips and just making sure that you are you are moving toward that feeling of I did better this year than I did last year? I love that you say that because what does success look like to you is different for people. Like I was listening to this girl on a webinar and she said she was sitting next to a man and both of them came up with family as their number one priority. And he wanted to be a better husband. She wanted to be, or he wanted to be a better dad. She wanted to be a better mom for him being a better dad meant making more money at work so that he could provide more opportunities for his family. And for her being a better mom meant clocking out at five and being completely at home and present. Yeah. So for her, it was less work. And for him, it was more work. Now, there's no wrong answer to that. Like for exactly. me, a lot of times, I, I was just saying this last night, um, I Trent said, well, you can come to more of my games in Kirkland Lake. And I'm like, it's hard because I need to be here to make more money so you can be in Kirkland Lake playing hockey because, you know, your hockey sticks cost $1,600 and your chest pad cost a grand. Right. So as much as I'd love to go to every game in Kirkland Lake, it's 11 hours or 10 hours or whatever hours away. So I need three days to just be able to go watch one game. Right. So that that can be hard. And you need to understand, like, what does success look like to you? It might be, okay, I get to go see three games a month of Trent's games and I work twice as much so that I can provide more hockey gear at the level that he's at, right? Yeah. And those are actionable steps. I can clock my time and make sure that I'm working twice as many hours as I did last year and I can plan those trips to make sure that I'm at three games a month. Those are actionable steps. Nice, nice. And and again, the goal is to get crystal clear on the meaning of your goal. What does that mean? And then you translate it into these actionable sub goals and these are the steps that you're going to take to achieve that big overarching goal of the year. Yeah, and number six on our list, which I was just saying, is not tracking your practice. I have to be tracking, right? I'm constantly preaching this one. It's crucial to monitor your journey towards your goals and set up a system to track your progress, whether it's leads generated, deals closed, whatever metric it's going to be, how many hours you worked, how many hours you worked out, how many miles you ran, how many buyers you closed, how many doors did you knock. Right. So many agents say they want to make X amount of money and they're not willing to just 
each day track what they did. And and I hear them go, I'm so, so busy. So, so busy. And I'm like. What the hell are you doing all day? Thank you. What are you doing? And exactly. they don't know. They don't know. And then when I make them track and I look at it, I'm like, what did you learn from doing this? Oh, I learned that I actually only do three, seven minutes of real work. And the rest of the time is me <laughs> screwing around. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, It makes me crazy. Can you tell? It makes her crazy, especially when she's dealing with me, because she's meanest to me and everybody knows it. Because <laughs> I love you the most. It's because you know I can't go anywhere. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like Trisha said, you know, if your goal is foreclosed deals in the first three months of 2024, track where everything's coming, where everything's going. When I, I actually this year I started a timesheet. And I'm going to have to turn that in with all my weekly accountability stuff because um, the last time I started doing timesheets, I love that Trisha would write me back and be like, so you talked to Ryan for an hour during your floor shift. That that was a great use of your time. Um, You're never moving out of your little house if you keep doing that. Right. So <laughs> note to self, don't answer the phone for family while you're while you're working. Um, so take us on to the very last mistake, Trish, and just lay it out for our people. Yeah. Having goals that take too long to achieve. What the hell does that even mean? Well, you know, patience is essential, but overly long term goals can lead to burnout. So keep your goals with an imaginable, a manageable, manageable, magical, maniacal. You should be able to get it done in 12 months. OK, well, we, we set yearly goals and then we break that down into action steps that we're going to take each quarter. And then we break that down even further to what are we going to do each week to get towards that quarterly goal. And then once those quarters add up. Up, then you get it done in the year, right? Yes. So you should be able to map everything out today that you're going to do this year on your calendar. That is your action step for the end of this podcast. Trisha spends a whole damn eight, eight hours. I do. Eight hours doing this. Yep. And look at her. Look at her. So success leaves clues. <laughs> She's crazy. <laughs> She's completely crazy and she doesn't have time to take a shit. But she will reach those goals. I do. <laughs> If it's on the 411, it must get done. Well, that's a wrap for us today. Um, thank you so much for joining us. I hope that these seven goal-setting mistakes will help you flip the script on your 2024 and just totally crush it. Um, don't forget to like subscribe wherever you're listening. We know we're here, there, and everywhere. So drop us a comment. Leave us a, a five-star review because you know you love us. And make sure you hit the notifications so you don't miss our new episode. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Elite Life Podcast with Trish and Kylie. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend so we can keep delivering you more fantastic insights on grit, grace, and growth. Stay connected with us on Instagram and Facebook, where we'll keep the ideas flowing to help you build a life you love and leave a legacy you can be proud of. Until next time. Realtors, are you so over spinning your wheels, spending more money than you're making? Sick and tired of buying leads that have already talked to six other agents? Then stop. MyStarsAcademy.com offers real estate training, coaching, and business scaling for agents and brokers. It's your turn to learn from experts in the real estate, mortgage, title, and home warranty fields. Their combined knowledge brings you over 80 years of experience, so you do not want to miss this opportunity that only MyStarsAcademy.com offers.
This is your one-stop shop to learn from multiple experts in the industry in one space at your pace. These coaches have boots-on-the-ground experience and track records of success at all levels in the industry. Agents have been using this program for years to ensure they ramp up quickly, 10x their checks, and level up their real estate business. And brokers use this trusted system to train their agents, which saves them time and frees them up to do what they do best, make that money. The Agent Accelerator Program has training modules on everything you need to know from business setup and goal tracking to finding free leads and even how to leverage your social media to build a constant flow of clients. We teach you how to convert more leads, which convert to more closings and equals more money in your pocket. Plus, we offer a money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose and tons of knowledge, tools, and resources to gain. So head over to MyStarsAcademy.com today so you can start making more money now.